The following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer discretion advised. This just handed to me. The following podcast is a Sand Productions production. Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 93. Catch us at our website at averagejoeshow.com. Email us at feedback at sayitproductions.com. Follow us on Twitter at sayitprods, P-R-O-D-S. Our voicemail, 813-915-6390. We're here live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, saveproductions.com. Click on the live button. I'm Corey Shrett, and joining me as always is Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, what's going on? Not much, Corey. How you been? Doing pretty good. Kind of a nice day out there for Friday the 13th. Yeah, for for me it sucked. Uh, you know, I, and, you know, it's one of the things I, I keep telling myself, I'm not going to talk about the weather, but it's just been – today was just so ass – I mean, it was really hot this morning, and it was it almost got to like 80 degrees. And then I guess right about 2 o'clock, I mean, we just got hit with this thunderstorm that wouldn't quit. And it's not, you know, normally summer thunderstorms or, you know, spring thunderstorms are fairly quick. You know, mm-hmm. they hit, and they, they're moving real fast. This damn thing just like occurred on top of us and didn't quit for like three hours. It was ridiculous. I mean, th- and thunder was popping, lightning strikes, the whole nine yards. I put the news on it, and for whatever reason, and, and I didn't know they do this, the local news keeps track of how many lightning strikes there are. Uh, uh, wow. It, you know, I, and I don't know why, but whatever. And mm-hmm. and it, it was cool because as they'd zoom in on different like, uh, parts of the city, it would tell you how many lightning strikes that particular part of the city had. And for the entire, like, western Pennsylvania where I live, it was something to the effect of, uh, like, 790 some odd lightning strikes at, at 6 o'clock tonight. And, wow. Uh, yeah, but it, it, they'd zoom into, like, one little neighborhood, and it would say, like, you know, 173. And they'd zoom into another one, it would be 212. You know, <laughs> it was just pretty cool. But Stay uh, inside. Yeah, stay inside. Uh, there's that, That's pretty much it. I mean, the... Other than the shitty rain, the the temperature's great. I, I'm I'm so much liking this better than, you know, the previous conversations we had when you're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's gonna snow again. Oh, I know. It, it you know it's a great feeling when you can have your windows open. Yeah. Well, no, no, dude. To be honest with you, I had to turn my air conditioner on. Yeah, really? Yeah. It was ridiculous hot. I mean, oh. and I had to do that la- yesterday, last night. Because when I got home from work yesterday, it was just crazy hot. Oh, geez. So. All right. Well, let's rock and roll here with our first story of the night. This one's about Barbie dolls. And, and this is something I didn't know. Apparently, Mattel, in December 2010, released an Ellie Mae Barbie doll, which, of course, is a reference to the character Ellie Mae Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies TV show. And according according to the article here, 
the uh, Barbie doll in the box features a f- photograph of the actress Donna Douglas, who played Ellie Mae. Uh, so Do- Miss Douglas, 77, who lives in Baton Rouge, said she never endorsed or gave Mattel permission to use her name to promote the sales of the dolls. So now her lawyer is basically suing them, seeking damages of $300,000 and asking for a jury trial. And she wants, of course, bar Mattel from using her name, likeness, image, distinctive attributes, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the question I have. Uh, I don't think that Donna Douglas owns the name Ellie Mae Clampett. That's probably owned by CBS. And if CBS signed off on it, there isn't a whole lot she could do. Um, You know, because the Barbie itself doesn't, uh, you know, if this, the picture that we have on the site is supposed yeah. to, that's supposed to be Ellie Mae. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. So I don't know. I don't know why they would use another type of Barbie, but it looks nothing like, no. you know, so I, the character, you know, I, the fact that, you know, Donna Douglas had a, a little skinny waist and she was built kind of like Barbie sort of, but Barbie's been around since the thirties. Right. And so right. she didn't become Ellie Mae Clampett until 62. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if she owns the rights to the name Ellie Mae Clampett. You know, I doubt it. And if they use the name now, the fact that they included a picture of her, mm-hmm. she might have a leg to stand on there, you know, well, and be able to say, "Okay, you got to quit using my picture." Unless, once again, I'm sure Mattel, you know, they have a fleet of lawyers that they keep on hand just for stuff like this. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that they got some kind of a sign off from CBS or whoever truly owns the rights to the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the picture's probably from the 62 to 71 era of the TV show, you know, of her. It's probably like a publicity picture from the show, you know. Yeah, and, and that's what and, I'm saying. It, I don't, she doesn't own the rights to, to the name Ellie Mae Clampett. I'll, I'll guarantee you that. Oh, yeah. And, and you got to remember, though, this is the 60s, too. You sign contracts which say, you know, we can do whatever we want with you. And you're going to make squat off this, you know, 10, 20, 30, whatever years down the road. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at a lot of those shows from the 60s that are, uh, you know, Gilligan's Island, um, of course, uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. All these shows from the 60s, the, they're just cash money makers for mm-hmm. for the uh, for for the well for the studio, but for whoever has them in syndication because the there really wasn't a, you know, there was never a clause in the contract saying, okay, well, when this goes into syndication, you'll get X number of dollars. I mean, and this is true all the way up to, I mean, Seinfeld basically was the big, well, Seinfeld is making money off it, but like mash every chance. I mean, the mash is on all the time. I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. which, uh, what is it? Hallmark. Hallmark basically is the mash channel. It has on mash on all the time because they don't have to pay nothing for it. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a quick, easy, you know, we, we can do it. We can show mash all day long because it doesn't cost us nothing. Now Seinfeld, on the other hand, he makes a ton of money every time that one of his, you know, one of his episodes airs and they're airing all over the place on, you know, they're on TBS on Fox on, you know, I mean, on all these other channels. So they're making a ton of, he's making a ton of money. Well, Eric was pointing out in the chat room that you know back then there was really no Screen Actors Guild or union to protect these actors or actresses. No, that's not true. 
There was a oh, really? there was a screen uh, screen actors guild because that's where Ronald Reagan came from. You're right. He was the president. He of that. was the president of the screen screen uh, screen actors guild, like in the 30s, 30s or 40s, because he was. Uh, no, it's probably the 40s to 50s, because that was when all the communism stuff came out, and and he was so anti-communist, and they, I mean, like uh, there were people that that got. Uh, painted into corners as communists, for example, uh, Charlie Chaplin was, you know, was painted as a communist and he, you know, never got work again, you know? So, but I mean, that, that is neither here nor there, but there was a screen actors guild, but they didn't, nobody realized that, you know, nobody thought that they could syndicate, you know, right. That was the thing. I mean, like, uh, Gilligan's Island, you know, they they basically negotiated their contract for this year. Well, it, it, here here's a little fact about that. They they actually got syndication rights for their first six airings, uh, and that was it. After the fact, right? So, well, yeah. I mean, no, they signed these contracts. Their syndication rights was the first, You know, every episode we air, we'll air it six times. You'll make money, and they made squat off of that. They were making pennies. Per episode. Oh yeah, because I mean, you consider what they paid for for the episodes in the '60s, which was next to nothing. But then when you turn it around and you say what they're making now, right. you know, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, when you consider Seinfeld made a million an episode, uh, the cast of Friends was up there pretty good, you mm-hmm. know. And Friends is another one, but I'm, I, I think they're still making money off of the the syndication they are. too. Yeah, they are, but. Back to Donna Douglas. And and what I don't understand is why would you say that she – I mean why would she say she's seeking damages of $300,000 and asking for a jury trial? She should, she should be asking for $300 million and asking for a jury trial. If you're going to take it to a jury trial, go for as much money as possible and then let them knock it down. Don't start low and expect them to go high. It doesn't work like I- that. Yeah, that's the thing. I I think she just wants the money. I just you know, but three hundred grand, three hundred. Well, I don't grand. think she's gonna. She's not gonna get close to that anyway. No, Mattel would probably scratch her a check for three hundred grand just not to have to go to trial. Yeah, because it's worthless. I mean, to them, that's nothing. Exactly, three hundred thousand is nothing. And now, if it was three hundred million or something like that, you know, the the it's like the what she's asking for doesn't fit. You know what she's going to get, I guess, or what she could potentially get. I mean, if you're, if you're going to say, okay, this Mattel slandered me and they used my likeness and all this, go for millions. And then Mm -hmm. if you're going to get into a, a, uh, you know, a jury trial or whatever, let them knock it down. Don't start low because they're not going to go over 300,000 now. True. But I think the other fact too, is if you go too high, they're going to be like, uh, no, you're getting nothing. I don't think she's going to make a penny off of this anyway. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I, I think she should, just because they include enclosed a picture of her. But like we but, said before, I don't think that she owns the rights to her own likeness. Well, that's the thing. I I, I almost guarantee you, when they sign these contracts, it's like you're going to make X amount of dollars per episode. That's it. You know, we own everything you put on film for this TV show. You know, so. If they if they have a picture of her from that era where she signed a contract, she probably has no rights to it. Yeah, I agree. You know, so yeah, I 
I just think, you know, a 77-year-old actress who we haven't seen in, you know, 40 years comes out of the woodwork to sue Mattel is ridiculous. Yeah, for, but, but it was also happened uh, – when was it? Uh, in 2010, so it was last year. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the, there's a ton of them now. Because in fact, after I seen this story today, we were me and my wife were out shopping, and uh, I seen a, uh, it was like one of the Barbie throwbacks to the sixties, mm-hmm. and they had Barbie as a uh, astronaut or something to that effect, you know. And it's like, you know, what you can be, Barbie or whatever, you know. I always, right. I always thought Bar- Barbie was kind of like a hooker. Did Did I ever give you my Barbie's a hooker theory? Go ahead. I want to hear this. Well, no. I mean, think about it. Because Barbie had a mansion. She had a car. She had a Jeep. She had a Corvette. She had all this stuff, and she had no discernible job. You know, they never said Barbie's a, you know, millionaire philanthropist. So the only way that she could afford all that stuff is if she was a hooker. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just simple math. You know, you got to have the money to buy the Corvette. And if you don't have a job... You know, and don't give me the crap. Well, you know, she's a vet and she's a this or she's a that. The the original Barbie was just a big slut. They never had her having any kind of job. She had all the fashionable clothes. She had a Corvette and she had a mansion. Barbie's a hooker. Okay. On that note, speaking of hookers, let's go to the next story here called Slut, Ta- Slut Walk Spreads to the U.S., just the title alone caught me. It was um, this started up in Canada when a few months ago a Toronto police officer made a slut comment when discussing safety at a York University forum, saying that the women should dress less like sluts so they wouldn't have any problems up there. So these slut walks are a protest in which some of the protesters, which include both men and women, comprise of participants who wore plain jeans and a T-shirt, while the other protesters wore provocative and revealing clothing. Some of the protesters danced to music. Some participants had the word slut illustrated on their clothing. Some even rollerbladed around in lingerie. While some of the other participants held in flash signs that read, sluts pay taxes as they walked down the designated street. Yeah, if, if, you know, this is the, you know, one of the many, many stories about this that I've seen. Um, Mm -hmm. And most of them get my attention because they have the pictures of the sluts walking down the street. And I'm sorry, but I agree with them. Um, you know, you can't say that it's okay for somebody to to be molested or raped based on what they're dressed as. It, right. You know, I mean, that's just ridiculous. And and who that whoever that cop was should should be uh, reprimanded uh, because that that's ridiculous. You know, it, if you want to go and, and and dress provocatively, that's your right. And damn it, I'll defend that right. Because mm-hmm. because I, I I really approve of that right, right. Uh, but this this stuff about you know, well if you weren't dressed like a slut you wouldn't get raped. Maybe if you did your job they wouldn't get raped. You jackass. True. So, <laughs> it's the way he worded it. He should have said, you know, be mindful of how you dress and where you go. Because, I mean, they're not asking for it, but, you know, you get guys out there that are fucked up in the head and they see a woman showing a little cleavage and you're like, oh, she wants it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand that that part of it. But as a, as a police officer, you don't tell them that you're the victim because of the way you dressed. 
you're a victim because some retard lunatic decided that it was in his best interest to, to try and molest you. Right. But the funny thing about this is a Toronto Canadian police officer made this comment, and all of a sudden this this bullshit walk pro- goes all over the United States because of that. Well, I I I think part of it is, uh, you know, the, there's people that want to stand up and show some kind of unity, and and then there's the people that figure, well, th- this will be this will be fun. This will be a way to get get some ink and get in the press and get you know, my picture and, you know, Plus you can call the women sluts and get away with it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, if you, if you, I think if you look this up or if you try and uh, do a search in Google images for mm-hmm. slut walk, you'll get uh, pictures of these, these women. I mean, and they dress in, like it said, in uh, like in lingerie, but they'll have like, uh, I'm a slut across their chest. You know, that kind of thing. Because, like I said, this has been going on for a couple weeks now. Yeah. And uh, and it's usually the pictures that attract me to the story. This, 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 the one you pick sucks because, because there's absolutely no pictures on it. So maybe in the show notes, we'll include the pictures for, for the uh, slut walk so that at least you can look at the sluts instead of just (laughs) reading the story. You just like saying sluts and getting away with it. Yes, I do. Very much so. Sluts. sluts. All right. Let's get off of the sluts and move on to a story about Florida. Of course, our Florida story. We have to have our weekly Florida story in Niceville, Florida. And that's a, that's a great name, too. It I, is. I'm from Niceville. Uh, if you left your loaded 22 caliber handgun on the bumper of a car at Walmart, then the Niceville Police Department would like to have a word with you. On April 22nd, they were summoned to Walmart on John Sims Parkway by a man who said he and his wife were leaving the store when his wife went to the passenger side of the car and she knocked something off the back bumper. When she reached under the car to find what she thought she had dropped, she found the handgun and she gave it to her husband. The man emptied the weapon and called police. He gave them six 22 caliber rounds of ammunition and the gun itself a chrome Ruger revolver. The man told police he had no idea where the gun came from or whom it belonged to. Police say the gun had not been reported stolen. So basically you're rolling around the parking lot of Walmart with a, you know, chrome Ruger 22. Mm-hmm. And it's what, what is it? Uh, I'm going to set this down here. I'm going to tie my shoe. I don't need that. Uh, you know, <laughs> How does that happen? How do you, how do you, just have a gun in your hand, set it down somewhere, and forget where the hell it went. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Walmart has some of the shadiest looking people going in there, but come on, a guy who had his gun, you know, a fully loaded gun, just put it on the bumper. You know, you don't carry guns like, you know, like it's the Wild West. Yeah, I mean, and really, a twenty-two, Really? Yeah. You know, if it... <laughs> If you're trying to get street cred, a 22 is no way of doing that. Yeah, Please. You, you, you want at least a 9mm. You know? Well, they got those water guns at Walmart you can buy for a buck that are just as intimidating. Yeah, and you got to hold it sideways, though. Because <laughs> that, that, that improves your accuracy. The one thing, though, is they shouldn't have touched the gun. You know? Well, no, what he's saying is he didn't know. She didn't know. She bumped it. Thought she dr- But then she, 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 she saw it and picked it up. Well, no. After she... Well, she said she went to the passenger side, knocked it off, and, and thought she had dropped something because she hear something bang hit the ground. 
reaches under the the car to see what she dropped, you know, and, oh, then, and, she and, then, she, and then she grabs it and comes up with a gun. Whoa, what the hell is this? And, and the, the part that I thought was funny, she gives it to her husband to unload. Oh, you know. Well, maybe he knew weapons. I mean, we don't know because, you know, he says he emptied the gun out. Yeah. He, well, I mean, that, that's the smart move. You, you don't want to yeah. have a loaded weapon. I mean, especially when you don't know what it, it's capable of doing. You know, I mean, right. it could actually, you know, like have its hair trigger and discharge or whatever. Well, yeah. Well, that's the one thing. Thank goodness. You know, I mean, she didn't know what she was grabbing. Yeah. I mean, you know, she could have shot her face off. Or she could have grabbed a snake. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. <laughs> I just feel like being a dick. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me that this happens in A, Florida, and B, Walmart. Yeah, that that's like the uh, the the cosmos, has, has li- the planets have aligned. You know, <laughs> who'd expect a, a Walmart story in Florida? Wow. That's, that's like, a, you know, hitting the trifecta. And in yeah, Niceville. I've seen some weird shit at Walmart, but not not a loaded weapon. The weirdest thing I've ever seen in Walmart was in Florida. I was walking into Walmart, and some guy goes to me. He goes, hey, man, you want to buy some cologne? Outside in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm sure that's I, good. He, he got a I said, gallon jug. I said, no, thanks. I walk inside. I said, you're the manager. There's some guys trying to sell cologne out there. He's like, all right, guys, we got somebody out there. <laughs> they made sure they get rid of him. I'm like, really? I'm going to fucking Walmart, and you guys are trying to sell me this shit-ass cologne outside? Well, you know, have you gone to a concert lately? You go to a concert. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, the, in fact, I went to a couple weeks ago. I went and seen uh, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Right. And walking into the place, there's guys outside selling Blue Collar Comedy T-shirts mm-hmm. for like $10, $15. You get inside, right. and they have the the ones that are actually sponsored by the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, and they were thirty five to forty dollars. So, I mean, that makes sense. It does, and I can well, see it I, there. I, yeah, but I can't see. You know, I'm going to Walmart. You know, boy, I gotta go to Walmart and buy me some cologne. What? I can get it for really cheap in the parking lot. Great. That means I don't have to go in. You just saved me so much time, man. You saved me so much time and money. Wow, this this, <laughs> this really burns. Why does it smell like gasoline? Where's that guy at? <laughs> I can't see. I can't see. All right, let's move on to the next story, which is probably one of the biggest stories of the week about Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, uh, Lindsay Lohan is sentenced to jail over the necklace theft. Uh, anybody who hasn't been paying attention she was already on probation and uh she got caught on camera stealing a she said she didn't steal it but she stole a uh $2,500 necklace and uh she has been sentenced to four months in jail over the theft of the necklace uh that happened in los angeles last year um Lindsay has until June seventh. See, this is something that I don't understand. Uh, and here's the thing: officials say the actress is likely to serve 17 days of the sentence, and that will probably be under house arrest. Now, if it was me and I stole something worth twenty five hundred dollars, that's grand theft. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for grand theft, she's going to do 17 days at home. Whereas, and, and she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to report to jail until June 17th, right? 
Right. So it's like <laughs> you have until June 17th to go home. Why don't you just start it now and get it over with? I don't know, because she had already started, because initially the judge had given her 300 hours of community service working at a women's shelter. And, uh, you know, she said, I, I hope to be able to fulfill my obligation without any press attention. Really? You said that to the press. Uh, I think the media spotlight should be on issues such as homelessness and domestic violence instead of me. Well, I guarantee that's true, Lindsay, but why are you talking to the press? Uh, along with working at the women's shelter, she will do 120 hours of community service at the coroner's office in Los Angeles, uh, have to complete an anti-shoplifting class, and remain on probation for the next three years. Now, I have many, many questions about this. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, okay. First, you mean to tell me in Los Angeles they have a, a class on how not to shoplift? Really? Yeah, I, I believe Winona Ryder is teaching a class. Yeah, it, it, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, we have the same class here in Pittsburgh. It's called fucking jail. You picked up something that doesn't belong to you. You put it in your, you know, in your purse and you walked out the door. That means you stole it. And to prevent that from happening, we're going to put you in jail. And you don't get out of jail for three years because that's pretty much the, the penalty for grand theft. Right. And the thing is, she's a convicted felon. So that should actually tack a little bit more onto it. You know, I mean, they, they got her for, wasn't, the, wasn't the, the last thing a felony? The the thing she actually spent time in jail for? Was it drinking and driving? That was yeah, 2007. Yeah, Is that what I, it was? I think that was a felony DUI. Right. Chat room, do we have anything? She had the 2007 drinking and driving and she had to wear the bracelet. Because I, I know that they said that. Um, and if she's not, uh, if there, if it wasn't a felony, then this would not be a, another felony. How you know? So she wouldn't be a convicted felon. But I believe that she was on probation. And if you commit a crime while on probation, that's also that also tax time onto it. Right. So you know, it it, it doesn't matter about that. the fact that she she walked out of a jewelry store with a twenty five hundred dollar piece of jewelry. She's getting 17 days sentence, which will probably be a house arrest. Whoopty fucking do. Yeah. She has to. You're teaching her that she can do this over and over again until she gets caught. And she has to stay in her mansion. Oh, the horror. You know, and, and the thing is, I mean, it, it's a shame that she's such a train wreck, you know, and, and, you know, there's all these guys going, yeah, well, we're going to give her a job and da 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 da. And the next thing you know, because there was a guy there, uh, I can't remember the director's name, but he said he wanted her for um, the movie Gaudy. You know, they're, right. they're doing a thing on John Gaudy. And he was very adamant about he was going to have Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay's, Lindsay was a shoe in. She was definitely going to get it. And then right before they decide, okay, it's time to start casting it, they said, yeah, she's not getting it. So my only thing is, to, was was she doing a little something something on the uh, casting couch in order to you know to to get this sort of uh, of uh, attention? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
I, she's just going to keep doing this over and over again until she actually does some hard jail time or she, or she kills somebody. Or she, or she kills herself. I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. a lot of it, too. I mean, when, when they busted her in because she was on probation, uh, according to what this says, she was on probation for the DUI. And as a condition of the probation, she wasn't allowed to uh, drink or do drugs, and they put the bracelet on her. And then she, uh, you know, then she ended up failing the bracelet test. They, they, they give her the urinalysis and she tested positive for cocaine and amphetamines. And so, <laughs> and for alcohol, huh? Who the fuck? Wow. You know, she, she, <laughs> speaking of trifectas, uh, you know, but they said she's unlikely to face jail time because of prison overcrowding. Really? Now, it, it sounds to me like she's committing real, you know, heavy-duty crimes there. Right. You know, and they're getting progressively worse. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I honestly think that real jail time and general populace, you know, at a woman's prison would probably help her. Or if not, I mean, maybe, I don't know, because it, it looks like she, she's gone to rehab, what, three or four times? And she is yet to, to um, you know, complete any any rehabs where, you know, well, she's completing them, but she's, you know, going right back to drinking and doing drugs and whatever. So I guess that, uh, you know, I guess I got to get rich and famous so I can go do stupid shit and, you know, not have to go to jail. True. You got to sit I mean. at home. Yeah, she's a train wreck. I think eventually her her path and Charlie Sheen's path they're gonna have to cross. Dude, tell me that wouldn't be like a, a feature film. No, that'll be a sitcom on NBC. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the 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 island of the misfit toys. Charlie Sheen and and Lindsay Lohan. What did you see? I, speaking of Charlie Sheen, I, I'm just gonna interject this and we can move on. Uh, yeah, they did you see who they got to replace him? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Is that crazy? I'm waiting for him to come out and say, "Ha ha, y'all been punked." Yeah, or something, because there were so many other, so many other actors whose names got thrown around that I thought would be really good, uh, like Rob Lowe. I thought Rob Lowe replacing him would be phenomenal. Uh, the other one was John Stamos. I don't think John Stamos because he to me seems too goody goody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, with. Uh, with Rob Lowe, I'm like, wow, he he was Charlie Sheen before Charlie Sheen was Charlie Sheen. You know? You're right. And I think that that he'd be able to do that really well. But I don't know how they're gonna do it with Ashton Kutcher coming in because he's younger, way, way younger than John Cryer is. So how do they, how are they gonna pull that off? I that's why I, I figured I they you know, they you just swap out Charlie with Rob Lowe and go now playing the part of Charlie Sheen. Uh, you know, Charlie yeah. Harper is Rob Lowe. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be the last year on the air. You know, everyone's going to watch like the first couple episodes just to see how how it turns out. And then people are like, "This is sucks. This is this sucks." Yeah, and it's going to be off the air. I, I think if they they put in Ashton Kutcher, it'll be a great big bucket of ass because I don't think he's that funny. Like I, I said, I think he's going to play the same part he played in the 70s show yeah the 
that's what I'm I'm getting a feeling for. And that's why I figured, you know, that's why I said Rob Lowe would have been better. And I mean, that's why Charlie Sheen was so good because he was playing him. Yeah. You know, there wasn't really a whole lot of act and they just said, okay, just do these lines as you would do them. You know, so he says, yeah, well, I'd probably be drunk. So he'd do them drunk. Well, that's what you get, CBS. You hire somebody that is like that in real life and this is what happens. Yeah, but what is it? This is their seventh season, eighth season, something like that? This is the eighth. They're going to be in their ninth season. So, yeah. I mean... And it was number one comedy on the air, too, in its eighth year. Well, that goes to show you that there ain't shit on TV. Because, I mean, it's not a bad show, but... It's a cookie-cutter comedy. There's nothing different about it. Yeah. Well, it, I here's the thing. You know, it, Charlie Sheen's attacking that... Uh, What's his name? Lori, Chuck Lori, who was the producer of it. Right. Chuck Lori also produces Mike and Molly, which is, I think, pretty funny. Uh-huh. Um, the Big Bang Theory, which I think uh-huh. is freaking hilarious. Right. You know, I mean, he, he had, you know, even though Charlie hates him and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, all the all the movie, you know, movie people ran to his defense. You know, Roseanne jumped up and, oh, yeah. Charlie Sheen's right. Chuck Lorre's a prick, and da, da 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 And well, he's a pretty successful prick, and everything he does pretty much turns to gold. And it's all for CBS. So, what do you think is a better one to keep around? This one guy who you might get another year or two out of on a sitcom, or this other guy who's creating very successful sitcoms for the network? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the only reason CBS is funny. NBC couldn't couldn't identify a good show if it fell on their heads and and caught fire they mm-hmm. they have absolutely no i mean there's absolutely no shows on nbc that are even remotely interesting and the same with cb or uh, abc there's a yeah, there's a couple and, and they have a couple promising newer shows but nbc's got nothing you know oh well we'll just have uh the, the biggest loser tahiti or something you know so they keep cranking out these these reality shows because it doesn't cost them anything to make them. It's all filler. Yeah, it, it doesn't cost them nothing to make them. They pay the people, you know, a pittance, and if you win, you get this money. You know, I mean, it's just dumb. And, and what's even dumber is that, that people's lives are so boring that they're going to sit and watch, you know, people lose weight. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I'm off the soapbox. Okay. You can drink. step down now. Check out this story about a teenage cheerleader. Uh, I don't know where this takes place, but apparently the Supreme Court this week refused to hear the case of a teenage girl who was kicked off her cheerleading team after refusing to cheer for the boy who sexually assaulted her. As a result, she now owes the school $45,000 in legal fees. The girl, only known as MS, is accused a fellow student of raping her at a party. She, he pled guilty to a misdemeanor charge to avoid jail time and was allowed to return to school and the basketball team. She continued to cheer for the team during games but refused to shout the boy's name or clap for him when he shot free throws. When the superintendent discovered what she was doing, she was kicked off the team. She sued the Texas school, arguing that her free speech rights had been violated, but two courts ruled that as a cheerleader, she speaks for the school, not herself, and did not have the right to refuse. Okay. <laughs> Step on the soapbox. Yeah, th- this is just beyond beyond ridiculous because you know, okay, he should he shouldn't be allowed to be on the basketball team because he pled guilty 
you know, to a yes. lesser, he pled to a lesser charge to avoid jail time. That should not, that, that pleading to a lesser charge should not bleed over into what the school punishment is. He shouldn't right. be, he, he shouldn't be allowed to participate in any, any sort of extracurricular activities or school sponsored events due to the fact that, well, he, he sexually assaulted somebody. Mm-hmm. And now, and I'm going to swing it back the other way too. She owes 45 grand in legal fees. She's an idiot. Her parents are right. bigger idiots because, right. you know, okay, we're going to fight for your right to, to be a fucking cheerleader. How many cheerleaders, the, the, the cheerleaders get, um, like, uh, what do they call it? Scholarships. Does anybody know? They probably do. I mean, it's not as prominent as cheer, as um, as basketball and other and sports, other sports. But cheerleading is a sport. I mean, there is competitions in colleges and stuff you yes, see on ESPN. Yes, you're you are right, but unless right. unless this this uh, cheerleading squad that that the school has is a competition squad, odds are which it isn't. I mean, she's just out there clapping, going, "Okay, you know, I I busted my ass so I can sit here courtside. Go team, go." That's dumb. And you're going to pay 45000 for it? You know, that's, you know, that's just ridiculous. You, you know, okay, you cut me because I, I'm not going to sit here and, and cheer for a guy that, that attacked me. All right, I'm good with that. You know, so that just means you don't go. Yeah, that's the thing is, you know, okay, the kid's back on the team. I'm not going to cheer anymore. Drop from the team. Exactly. You know. I mean, I mean, it's I mean and, and there goes your free speech because she's suing for free speech because she just she wouldn't clap for him. Well, the rules say that if you're a cheerleader, you cheer for the entire team. And if they're not going right. to punish the kid for being a rapist, then you go, I don't want to be associated with this team. I mean, that's just exactly. common sense. I mean, and we all know you have no free speech in school. No. You know, you go to school, you do what they tell you and you go home. Exactly. And, you know, well, I mean, there was just that case recently about, uh, that, that kid that asked this girl to go to the prom by hanging the big banner on the school. Right. And, and the, the principal said, okay, well, for doing that, you're, uh, you're, you're banned. You can't go to the prom at all. Yeah, because he was trespassing, endangering sure. I mean, himself and shit like that. I was like, what do you care? You broke the rules. You broke the it's rules. True. You got caught. You're screwed. Move on. You know, and, and they said that, you know, there's people writing to the mayor of this town, you know, from as far away as China saying, you know, I'm sure it says ping tang pa pao, but which really, <laughs> which means, you know, let the prick go, you know, go to That's the feedback it. Feedback at SayProductions.com. Attention, <laughs> Ward, attention, Ward Miller. I've just pissed off an entire country. Yeah, what's a billion and a half people, give or take? Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Moving on. Speaking of rapists, got a story here about a New York rapist. Um, New York corrections official says that an inmate serving time for raping a 12-year-old female relative in 96 is returning to prison after an outcry over his eligibility for a heart transplant. The Department of Correctional Services spokesperson said Monday that Kenneth Pike was driven by van to Coxsackie Prison. Yes, Coxsackie. 
in Hudson Valley on Friday. He was flown to Rochester Hospital for a transplant evaluation last month. The 55-year-old sister says he changed his mind about the transplant after news reports sparked a debate over inmates receiving organ transplants at taxpayers' expenses. The procedure could cost up to $800,000. And, of course, the rapist is serving 18 to 40 years sentence for this. So for, first of all, I don't think a rapist should be eligible for any organ transplant. Well, it, sure he should if he's going to pay for it. I was going to say, not out of taxpayers' pocket. No, no. Uh, it, it's one thing that we have to lock him up because he he can't keep from raping a 12-year-old girl. But, you know, and, and we're going to put him up for 18 to 40 years and feed him and clothe him and see to it that, you know, his basic needs are met. And then on top of all that, he's going to turn around and and say, well, I need a heart transplant. It's going to cost 800 grand. Screw that. If you don't get him the heart transplant, he dies sooner. That saves us money. That's the way I look at it. And could you imagine being like, let's say a parent whose child, whose child died and they're an organ donor and you find out that their heart is going to go to a rapist. The thing is that it, it, he raped a, a, a female relative a 12-year-old relative. That means he has absolutely no boundaries. No. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, being a rapist is bad enough, but, but being, being depraved enough to rape somebody in a, your a own child, family. A child molester. It's a child molester. Yeah. I mean, they didn't say that. They're, they're saying rapist like well, it was an adult. No. If he forcibly has sex with her, that's rape. Right. You know, that, that, I don't care what color you want to paint it, pick a pick. Right. It's, that's rape. Oh, I agree. But the, the fact that it was a 12-year-old female and a relative on top of it makes it 10 times worse. I totally agree with you. And, and, and I'm glad that, you know, uh, I, I wish that they wouldn't have said he's the one who made the decision. I wish that the state of, of New York would have stood up and said, no, we're not going to pay for a rapist to have a heart transplant any more than we're going to pay for, you know, a, an ax murderer to have a liver transplant. He's a criminal, you know, and if, if his family wants to band together, take up a collection and pay the 800 grand, maybe we'll talk. But until that point, screw him. Well, I, you know, and, and of course that, that, that statement came from his, his sister saying he changed his mind. I mean, for all we know, the doctors could have said, go fuck yourself. We're not doing this shit. Well, the, the thing is, though, if, I mean, if they, they drove him to they, they drove him to the airport and then flew him to Rochester Hospital, apparently the, the state was pretty much geared up to do it. I mean, they, if, they, if he pat no, I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, that he meets the markers for a transplant. You know, I mean, if, if there's you know, coronary disease and that kind of thing, they may not give him the heart, but, and that may be what it is. He, he went up, went for the evaluation. They said, we're not going to give you a heart because you're not going to live any longer with a new heart because you have this disease, whatever. I mean, it's the same reason that they don't give alcoholics a new liver. Right. You know, they look at what you, you know, you know, what destroyed the liver and said, 
Well, you, you drank yourself to death, and that's still an ongoing condition. And even if we give you a new liver, it's still going to continue. Yeah, we're not going to do that. The best part of this whole story is the last line. It says, relatives say he has a pacemaker, recently underwent a triple bypass, and would likely die without a transplant. Uh, yeah. I, Darn. I, yeah, I, I don't see a negative here. Let's see. So if he dies without a transplant, we're going to save at least $800,000 plus the rest of his sentence in jail. Okay, good. Yeah, win-win. Good, you know? Yeah, we're keeping him off the streets. <laughs> you got to love that. All right, let's move on to the next story here. We're going to go up to something uh, most men love, boobs. I, I, this article is a safe one because I didn't get the one with the pictures, but if you click on the link, you can see the pictures of it. Uh, there was an exotic dancer from the U.S. who stunned British TV viewers Thursday when she appeared on a morning program showing off her breast implants, which weigh more than 50 pounds. Chelsea Charms told the host of This Morning Show about how she increased her bust size from a D-cup with a series of operations, including a now-banned procedure that gave her polypropylene... Oh, why did I get the word? Polypropylene breast implants, also known as strain breast implants. This particular design allows the implants to absorb fluids and expand once they are implanted. Sounds like sponges. The result is a continuous breast growth after surgery, which causes the implants to expand to an enormous size. Charm says that due to the strain procedure, her bus size is now a 164 triple X with each implant weighing 26 pounds. Despite the, the, their weight, the 35-year-old denied her massive breasts give her a backache, which is, I think is bullshit. She didn't plan on going, going this big. It just happened on its own. I wanted them big when I decided in the States and I wanted them to be, uh, to be when she wanted to be a featured dancer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one thing to say, well, you know, she got breast implants, and which she did. Uh, and, and I'm all about big boobs. I, I you know, I, there's a point though. I'm a guy, and I dig big boobs. Yeah, there's a point, and and that actually looks disgusting. If if you go to the to the uh, the link on the bottom of the article, the link at the bottom, show show. Scroll to the very bottom picture. Okay, are, are you following along, Corey? I'm following along. Okay, you see how it it, it looks like it's indented, right mm -hmm. where it, like right where the boob connects to the chest. It, it's like there's so much weight on them that it's it's actually stretching the skin to pull like pulling away. Yeah, it, it's you know the there's nothing attractive about that. I, no. Like I said before, I'm all about big boobs. That's just ridiculous, and it's like, uh, all right, whatever. You know, and, and I was I was talking to Brian Lee from Sci-Fi Watcher about this yesterday. It's just first of all, the the operation is not cheap. Then you need to get specially designed clothing and bras and all this other shit to wear. You know, you can't just go to Walmart and buy a bra and a hundred and sixty-four triple X. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, you, you don't go and buy your clothes at Walmart, even though there's a lot of people at Walmart who built like that. It just doesn't happen. No. You know, um, and, and it, like I said, it's, it's not attractive. And, and how many men would want to see a stripper like that? Well, the thing is, I mean, think about this. Once you let some things out, they're going to be on the ground. They're, that's the other thing, too. They, they, don't, they don't support themselves. Yeah, and, and, you know, you find out really quick that gravity works. You know, so. And she says she doesn't have any back problems, which is bullshit. 
She may not have them now, but she will have them eventually. I mean, that's just simple. That's just simple math. And she's not that attractive either. No, not at all. You know, I was trying to I was trying to look at her face without without those things getting in the way, and I was like, "You're not that attractive." No, I w- I don't even want want to go to that strip club that you're working in if you think you're attractive. No, it's just like I said before. That's that's just beyond beyond silly. Because we've all so well, I don't know about you, Ward, but I've seen porns before where the women I've are never very watched porn. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said that with a straight face. <laughs> he makes them. He doesn't watch them. Damn right. I um, no, but you know, there are porns out there where you get the women that are very large breasted, not like that large. And you look at it and you're just like, that's just too much. That's just disgusting. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for you. It's just, you know, you couldn't even titty fuck that. You'd get lost in there. Well, you could if you used your leg. <laughs> You're right about that. I, I don't know. And, and, and how are you going to survive in the real world? You know, nobody's going to look at your face. All they're going to look at those those big things you have well, there. No, and it's not even that anymore. It's not they want to, you know, you've now gone from being a sexual, what's the word I'm looking for, attraction to a sideshow attraction. Because it's not, boy, they're going to turn me on. It's, boy, did you see how big them things were? Yeah. You know, can you make them do tricks? Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's it's like, look at me. Look, I got big boobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah let me guess. You were molested as a kid. Yeah. It's it's, just, it's like, Daddy why would you do that? any attention. So I got big titties. Now the boys uh, like me. <laughs> All right, so speaking of porn... Yeah. Uh, psychologists warn of casual link of no causal. I, I think they spelled that wrong. Causal? Yes, they did. Yeah, causal. It's supposed to, that should be it was casual. casual. Yeah, that's why I read. It. Anyway, psychologists warn of casual link between internet porn and rise in sex offenses. Uh, extreme sexual fantasies are being nominalized because of the rise in deviant pornography on the internet. Psychologists have warned. Researchers now believe that there is a. It says causal. I'm not sure what causal means. I'm gonna look it up. Keep reading. Okay. Uh, there's a causal link between the rise in explicit images available online and an increase in extreme illegal behavior in real life. According to experts, the internet is allowing like-minded people to share explicit and violent sexual fantasies. Therefore, by therefore making them more acceptable. The findings are based uh, on research conducted by Dr. Tim Jones. You like that name? Dr. Tim Jones. I like it. Senior lecturer at cognitive psychology at Worcester University, as well as top psychologists such as criminal uh, criminologist Professor David Wilson from Birmingham City University. Their research, okay, so- okay, go ahead. I was like causal. It's causal is defined as of, related to, or acting as a cause. Okay. That makes sense. All right. We learned something new. You learn something new each and every episode of The Average Joe Show. <laughs> uh, their research, and, and let me finish so that you can learn about uh, your causal link here. Uh, their research is based on a series of interviews with convicted pedophiles named Jane from a 
convicted this one pedophile named James, who is serving a 14-year sentence for numerous sexual offenses involving children. They also point to the rise in images of child pornography available on the Internet. The Greater Manchester Police Obscene Publications Unit has seen a staggering leap in the number of illicit images seized. In 1995, they seized around a dozen images of child pornography, rising to over 41,000 in 1999. And by 2001, the unit was so overwhelmed by the number of images that they stopped counting. Dr. Jones told the Daily Telegraph that the Internet is fueling more extreme fantasies and the danger is that they could be played out in real life. The end. I thought Internet porn was the other way around. Well, I... I can kind of understand what they're talking about, you know, because th- there's like regular, normal, you know, porn, but then there's the really off the wall weird shit. Right. You know, and, and I think that's what they're talking about. It's the off the wall real shit, you know, where the, you know, they have the bondage and the beating and the, you know, and it, if it becomes acceptable and, you know, where they're saying like like minded people start believing, yeah, this is normal. You know, they, well, you know, I guess it's normal to have sex to, to tie their legs up and, and beat the shit out of them. Right. So th- that's where, you know, that's where I think that it, it's, it's kind of bad. I mean, I'm all about porn. Don't get me wrong. I, I dig my, I dig porn, but you know, I think that's what they're talking about is the, the, <laughs> you, you dig porn, even though you've never watched porn before. Uh, well, I dig the, the, the premise of porn. <laughs> All about the premise of porn. Oh, did you see this? What's that? Uh, one of the stories on the, on that page, and, and they're talking about uh, bitter Charlie Sheen mocks Ashton Kutcher as he takes over his role in Two and a Half Men. Demi's husband will earn, you know, that really has to kick him in the nuts. You know, they don't say uh, Ashton Kutcher's going to earn a million per episode. It's Demi's husband will earn a million an episode, which is still less than Sheen did. Right. Well, you got to remember, though, he's coming onto a show that, you know, the whole chemistry is going to change. It says Kutcher says he says he can't replace Sheen, but will work hard to entertain viewers. He is expected to get one million per episode, but he'll earn less than this troubled predecessor. Sheen predicts a drop in ratings. Two and a half men co-star John Cryer says said he was jazzed about the news. Yeah, because he's got to work for yeah. another year. He's happy. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? The, the kid that plays Jake Lynette, he makes a ton of dough, too. It's like, it's like 250000 an episode. He's the highest paid minor right now in television. I think ever. Probably ever. You're probably right. No, I can't think of any kid that made more money than that. No, I, I can't either, but... uh. <laughs> I don't. Who cares? They're making this like it's a, it's a big story. Two and a half men lives for another year. Ashton Kutcher's going on. It's like okay. I think that so. was the dumbest decision ever, and I, and I'm going on record today saying. And what what episode are we on? This is episode ninety three. On episode ninety three, I made the prediction that the show won't be on for another season because Ashton Kutcher sucks. And it, well, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be Michael Kelso on Two and a Half Men. Yeah. That's all it is. That 70 show meets two and a half men. Because, well, the thing is, because Ashton Kutcher always plays the same character. Yeah. You know, they, they changed the name 
but he's still the same character. So, anywho. Yeah, so we'll put that story in the links at the show notes. So, uh, got a little bonus material there tonight, a little extra thing for you. So, don't worry, we won't charge you extra for the story. Well, that's awful nice of us, isn't it? It is. You got to love us. You know how you can show some love to us? Shoot us an email. Feedback at SayProductions.com or voicemail at 813-915-6390. And of course, I want to thank Ward for being here. And Ward, where can we find you online? Uh, currently, you can find me at SteelRiverCityResistance.blogspot.com. Uh, that's my show I do with my my buddy uh, Hutch Jr. or Berg's Eye View on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. It must be nice to be able to do podcasting without actually having to edit it or anything. Oh, it's awesome, dude. It, it, that's the best way, man. Well, it's, it's, in, in fact, that's one of the reasons that I put uh, Max and Life on hiatus. I just got, I was burnt out editing. So, uh, you know, I get to do this and not have to edit anything. And then I get to do um, Steel City Resistance and not have to edit anything. I, I just come up with my, you know, my show notes and, and uh, let you and Hutch yeah. take care of all the hard work. Yeah, you can do like 30 shows a week. You don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah, if I don't have to edit, I'll, I'll do another show. <laughs> and it's plus it's audio, too. The, the video show, I know when you're doing like Max and Life and uh, Restaurant Food Fast. Yeah. That, you know, a lot of work into those. Yeah, videos videos are pain in the ass. And then when you're having to do them and, 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 the, and turn them around within a, within a day, that's really what, what was hard. You know, if if I could do it, shoot them, and then you know take a month or so to edit them, it might be a little different. But when you're doing a, a tech show, if you wait a month, the whatever you're talking about is no longer valid. You know, yeah. it's not it's not the newest, latest breaking thing. It's oh, that happened last month. You know, so that that's kind of what what hurt us with that. Yeah. I take a break. You can always come back, do a once a month show or whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's we're we're probably going to come back in probably July. That's cool. Take a break. There's probably won't be any football for a while. You might, yeah. you got to keep yourself busy. Yeah, well, if the football strike happens, we'll definitely be not doing. We'll definitely be doing the show. Oh, definitely. Um, if you guys want to be on the show as a guest host, go to averagejoshow dot com slash guests. Quit being Full a details. punk. Quit being a punk. Sign up. Get. Up your ass now. I'm going to come to every one of your houses. I'm going to beat the shit out of you if you don't sign up. Where's Chrissy at? Where, 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 you know, I asked her and she says she's got things going on. I just asked her uh, this week. Yeah. Chrissy Pardue. Hello. Yeah. We're... You need to go. You need to harass her too now. Okay. I'm calling yep. Chrissy out right now. Yeah. Call her out. Post on her wall. Chrissy Pardue. Where are you? I, I will do that. I'm just going to put where are you, and that's it. And we'll see how long it takes her to come back and go, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, right here. All right, so yeah, go, check it out, AverageJoeShow.com slash guest. Uh, make sure you go to the website of AverageJoeShow.com. Vote for your favorite story of the night. Well, we're going to do a best of at the end of the year, so vote for the story you like the most and do that with every episode we have out there. And, of course, catch us here live, 9 p.m. every Friday night. That's Eastern Time, SayProductions.com. Click on the live button. Click on the donate button. Help us out. It's not just money. Check out how you can help out the network. You know, Show us that you love us. We, we want to do some more shows, better quality, more material. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this week's episode and spending a little bit of your bandwidth with us. And until next time, have a good one. Thank you.
Thank you.